0: Hey guys, welcome to PT Snacks podcast. This is Casey, your host. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, first of all, welcome. But what you need to know is that this podcast is meant for physical therapists and physical therapist students who are looking to grow your fundamentals in bite-sized segments of time. That's the key here. And today we are going to be discussing a term called turf toe. Um, which is basically just a sprain of the first metatarsophalangeal joint in the foot. And so basically we'll talk about this joint itself, what this injury means and what it looks like. Not really all that common in the clinic, but maybe in your athletes, especially if you're more of a sports setting. So let's review a little bit of anatomy first. First thing, the metatarsophalangeal joint. I'm just going to call it MTP from here out just because it's easier for me to say. But that first MPT is a gingleomy arthrodial joint, say that five times fast, which is basically a, a hinge and sliding joint. So it's pretty shallow articulation between the convex metatarsal head and the concave base of the proximal phalanx articular surface. What this means is there's not a whole lot of stability there. It does have attachments from the capsule, ligaments, musculotendus structures around the joint that do help with giving it some more stability. Um, and one of the strongest stabilizers of those is the plantar plate, which is basically just a thickening of the joint capsule. This attaches to the transverse head of the adductor, AD, ductor halicus, tendon sheath, and the deep transverse intermetatarsal ligament. And basically, just helps prevent hyperextension of the MT- MTP joint. Now, turf toe, as I mentioned before, is basically just an acute sprain to the first MPT for the plantar capsule ligament. And like most strains, they're gr- and they're graded based on severity from one to three, where one is more of just hey, I've overstretched the capsule and. All the way to a grade three, which is like a total disruption of the plantar structures. Two is moderate, it's in the middle, right? And this is caused most typically from forceful hyperextension of the MTP. Remember, I just said that the plantar plate basically helps to prevent against hyperextension. So if we strain this, usually it's because we've asked it to go through too much hyperextension and that structure is failed. So this makes sense, right? The strain of the MTP can also be caused from valgus stress and it can be traumatic or it can happen with time. So an example of a traumatic could be like the athlete hyperextends this joint as the foot gets jammed on um, typically artificial turf while trying to push off while they're going into a sprint and they will have pain with this push off and it can also happen where, hey, maybe they are in a position where this joint is already hyperextended and something falls on the heel like a person in a game, like a picture, of soccer tackle, something like that. It can also happen from chronic running and jumping in very inflexible shoes. So there's a lot of things to consider with this. It's basically that the force going through this joint in this hyperextended position is more than this capsule can help protect against. Some risk factors that are included as well is we usually see this in a lot of football players, mainly because we see this a lot in artif- people who play on artificial turfs. It just has less give, which causes more force on this joint. But it can also happen with basketball players, soccer players, gymnastics, all sort of people. Um, basically, just thinking about people who go into this position with a lot of force. Now, if you're suspecting this in your patient or athlete, they're probably going to have pain and swelling in this joint, the first MTP. Their gait might be painful. They might not really have good toe off. And that's just because that would put them in that hyperextended position and it hurts already. Um, They're going to be tender to palpation around this area. Now, you do want to palpate, right? Because if it's localized more to the proximal sesamoids, it tends to point more towards a strain of maybe the flexor halicus brevis, musculotendinous junction, whereas turf toe is typically distal to the sesamoids. So important to palpate here. They'll probably have pain with MTP passive extension and active flexion. You do want to test the extensor and flexor tendons in the plantar plate. So, having basically what we're doing is we're observing the joint so far, observing their gait, we're palpating, we're checking our passive and active range of motion. Strength, you can assess for are they able to resist against your motion. Should, so far, it sounds just like any other joint, right, guys? Um, you can even do a valgus and varus stress test to see the medial lateral stability. And there is like, almost kind of like a vertical Lockman test where you're just assessing pure vertical translation at this joint right here. So some differentials that you would want to check would be hallux limitus, hallux rigidus, hallux valgus, reverse turf toe, and soccer toe. But typically, treatment for these guys is just rest and immobilization, depending on the severity of the condition. So someone with a grade one is going to go back to sport more quickly than someone with a grade three. It can be a surgical procedure. Again, it just depends on how far the um, disruption has occurred. And then typically in, in PT, in the beginning, it looks like, hey, let's protect the range of motion, allow it to... Um, just recover and rest, and then we're slowly working it back into motion, into that hyperextension, and then adding force. You know, being able to walk through that hyperextended position and the MTP, more force, more sprinting, etc. Um, or being able to tolerate positions like plantar flexion. So that is turf toe, guys. Maybe not something that is. Quite as common, um, but still something good to keep in mind, especially if you're treating a lot of foot and ankle. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out at ptsnackspodcast at gmail.com. And if you are looking for any CEUs, MedBridge is offering listeners of this podcast 40% off just if you use the promo code ptsnackspodcast, which is listed in the show notes. So if you're more visual, you can check that out. But it what that means is basically a year subscription to a website that allows you access to thousands of CEUs, webinars, specialty exam prep, like I used it for the OCS, has all those practice questions, really, really helpful. And they even, depending on what you need it for, have a patient exercise program option too, where you can put together a program. It has videos, it has links for your patients that you can give them to follow along with your exercise program. So definitely check it out. But if other than that, you guys have a great rest of your day and until next time.